I'm here, bitch. So am I, bitch. Wow. I'm not even higher anything. Look at me. Personal growth. Look at you, girl. This is Megan Tonjes. This is Keith Batista. And you're listening to Adventures in Roomating, a podcast where we're a couple of, of friends. friends. We live in Los Angeles, we live together, and we don't fucker anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even look at each other. We don't even look at each other. I've never seen Keith in my life. <laughs> we keep sheets between us. I pass through the, ho- the home like a ghost. I got like horse blinders on all the time. <laughs> you call me, are you a horse or am I a horse? You're a horse. I said scenario. I've got horse blinders on. Okay. Well, all right. I'm just, I'm just making sure we're not making any <laughs> fat jokes over there. Horses aren't, I would not say horses are larger animals. I, I wish you could see this little turtle bird with his little tongue pursed out. I like, I like he flirting knows, with the line, girl. Oh, girl, you've said some things to me that have been so funny, and I can't I can't remember them now. I know they've been documented on the podcast, but like, I mean, oh, you, you tell me that my eyelids look heavy. Your eyelids look real heavy, girl. First of all, fucking fat. I said that because you were high, all right? You waited. But then you turned around and made it about a yeah, why joke, did, why did I think you just need to be, you just need to be aware of your word choices. I mean, choices. it just looks like a lot to lift, you know, girl? Those eyelids are just... <laughs> I could lift your body into a ditch, bitch, and I watch a lot of fucking crime shows, so I'd know how to hide the evidence. Why would you burn off your fucking fingerprints, you little cunt? (laughs) Listen, let's get to some questions. For some reason, you guys trust us giving you advice. I don't fucking know why. I guess your parents are trash. We give good advice. I mean, it's all right. And you can email us at roommatepod at gmail.com. Or go to adventuresandroommating.com or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, Google us. I don't know. And send us an email. <laughs> There's a form there. I'm not even fucked up right now. I'm You're just not. You're over actually it. not. I'm drinking I, water. I'm hydrated, bitch. <laughs> you're, you're real intense right now. Holy shit, oh, this is a fucking water email. water up my nose. I feel like I just went into a pool. Good. Oh, no. Let it Isn't spread that the worst around. feeling when you go into a pool and you get water, getting your water nose? up my nose? Oh, it's like the worst. I haven't been in a pool in so Were long. Were you the type? I Although, too to much be fair, I would hair. never jump into a pool and hold my nose. I've done that. See, I, I've had, people who do that annoy me. Oh, because we're just living our lives not burning. I'm just alive. saying, like you could jump in without holding your nose and be fine. Just like blow air out of your nose as you're getting into the water. I don't water. like it. There's two. There's a high ratio of possible snot that could come out, and so I'd rather just pinch my little nose, mm. get into that water. I mean, what am I else are my hands doing besides just flailing? I don't need one other hand to flail. I got one flail in hand, and now I got a pinch in hand. <laughs> a pinch in and hand. And I'm a mermaid. <laughs> God damn it. All right, let's see. Oh, I used to go every Tuesday oh, to a community pool and they would have uh, they would have spaghetti nights. And it was my fucking who most of my fat kid memories. My good memories are centered around food. Oh. No, are centered specifically around food. Catechism, Tuesday nights, McDonald's, 8 p.m. Luffy. Well, I'm, I'm getting hungry right now, girl. <laughs> I don't think I have any food. Mm. I have food. You can use some of it. Maybe I'll get fries. Cooked my last potatoes. I got potato for you. All right, ass. you ready, girl? I'm so ready. Let me let this me is, uh, tune in. I think this is gonna rope both of us in. It's a short one, and I'm gonna try and keep these uh, on the lighter side tonight, just because I went through an hour of crying on the true. previous podcast. <laughs> also, can I can I can I give some feedback after listening to some of the old podcasts? Yeah. Um, when some of you write in and you're like 16 years old and you're like like sharing a fan fiction about you fucking people. You don't have to go into detail because it feels weird listening to it back. It's like we're like we're reading it and I'm like, this person's 17 or 16 years old, which is whatever. But sometimes they just go so in depth and graphic that I'm like, you could just say hook up. We get the general idea. I feel weird reading your questions because I feel like it's some kind of like weird teenage fan fiction porn. That's just a personal thought for some of you writing in, you know? 
That's it. Cool. I'm in my 30s. I feel weird reading about 16-year-olds. I don't think I'll ever... I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have kids and like... It's not that I think sex is wrong. But even sex at 15 or 16, 17 is perfectly normal. Um, But I I think it is. But I don't need to hear how many times you made him come and like when when you're asking (laughs) a question... When you're asking a question about like, why didn't he text me back? I don't need all that. I got the general idea. Okay. You ready for this one, girl? I'm ready. Subject. Important. Game of Thrones astrology. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. I don't know their fucking names. Oh, hold on. Let's read this. I struggle. He's going to ask me the signs for all the Esteemed Mother Tanges. Oh, God damn. Countess Baby Margot and Keith. Okay. You fucking well. prick. <laughs> I like you already. <laughs> Came across some subject matter that needs your attention. This uh. BuzzFeed article that assigns a oh, Game of Thrones BuzzFeed? character to every Zodiac sign. All right. I just feel that the universe needs Megan's astrology expertise to judge the accuracy of this. And, and we Keith, need Keith to translate it for me because I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. And Keith, I figured your analytical Capricorn ass may be somewhat useful for this as well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are and whether you have strong feelings on the Zodiac signs of other characters, not mentioned here linked in the article below i'll tell you what aria is an aries i love your show thanks for all the laughs hope you continue to kick ass take names and increase the number of peace corps volunteers for many years to come uh, maybe i should just join the peace corps girl it's been a minute since we should make uh well we probably get sued i was gonna say peace corps shirts oh maybe. okay let's make this a test ready okay who what do you okay sansa stark what do you think she is sansa stark um hmm God, it's like, I'm thinking like, because Sansa in the beginning versus Sansa later on after trauma is so different. Um, she is different. She keeps a lot of stuff to herself. Although so she part still of me has thinks, this jealousy sort of. So part of me thinks Scorpio, weirdly enough, because she keeps so much stuff to herself. But I could also be open to the yeah. concept of. Can we give me one other? Um, give me your primary and your secondary. Okay. My primary is. Scorpio. Scorpio. Okay. And my secondary is Taurus. Okay. According to this article, she's an Aries. That's bullshit. And it goes on to say, Sansa's quick thinking has helped her in many situations, as well as her powerful demeanor. Mm. A tad competitive, she earned her way to being Lady of Winterfell. Sansa is not scared to back down, even to Mm. the Queen of Dragons. Is that Aries-like? Yeah, girl, but she... Um, so you, already, you already got problems with I this. I would say, I would say, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? Who would say? I would say that mm-hmm. I see Arya being more of an Aries than I do Sansa. Because I think Sansa, I mean, Sansa's grown a lot into her character. But that bitch, that bitch is a fucking Taurus. That bitch wants her house to look great. That bitch stays in things for too fucking long. Uh, you know. But also, she was like twelve years old in the show, so it's hard to it's hard to dictate. All right, girl. Well, we've, we've got what. a bunch more okay. to go here. Right. I'm um, stressed about it. I'm stressed. <laughs> I can tell, girl. You're I'm anxious. Very anxious. Um, I'm also wondering if I should switch up the the strategy here, but we'll we'll, we'll do the same okay. one as the first time. You take her simply, the Brienne of Tarth. God. Well, now I know that Sansa's not a Scorpio, so I got to move that one around. Uh, do you want me to that, read the description? Of, yeah, read the description. And, and then, then you I'll can tell, okay, figure yeah, it out? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was my I like other... this better. I like this better. Brienne is dependable and trustworthy, uh, which anyone can attest to. She has a sensual side that not everyone gets to see. Mm. However, she would never let it change her loyalties, where her loyalties lie. Brienne's hard work does not go unnoticed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, is it an Aquarius? Is it a Cancer? Is it a Taurus? 
You, uh, okay, you got one of them. Fuck. And one of those is correct. Taurus? Yes. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. I was so, like, is she weird enough to be an Aquarius? Probably not. So next up, we have Cersei Lannister. Do you want to take a guess, oh, or should I read that's it? That's probably a Scorpio, but read the, read the right. thing. Cersei is very expressive about her needs. Oh. She is passionate about her family, Ooh. but cross her or who she loves, and she will show you just how ruthless she can be. <sighs> Cersei knows how to get what she wants. Okay. Top three, top three. I'll let you know if one of them's right. Fuck. Um, Ooh, I like okay. this game. <laughs> Scorpio. Girl, you think everyone's Cancer, a fucking Scorpio? Gemini. One of those is correct. Uh, cancer. Fuck Gemini. Gemini, God yep. damn it. I always put Scorpio and Gemini in the same kind of like, is it a Scorpio or is it Gemini? Because everyone hates us the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Geminis freak me out. Mm. Uh, Samuel Tarly. Which one? Oh, that's the fat one? Yeah. Okay. That's John's like best bud. I can say fat because I'm fat. Sam's intuitive and inquisitive <laughs> nature has helped him discover things many would overlook. Oh, God. His compassion for others has proven him brave in various situations. Sam protects others who need it the most. Oh, God. Give me your top three. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, she's I, I just need to, she's I, no, I just need to look up the horse, like the, all the horoscope <coughs> names in my, so I can just see oh, them. Oh, see the list of names, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, read it one more time. So Samuel Tarley, uh, Sam's, Sam's intuitive and inquisitive nature, which has helped him discover things that many would overlook. His compassion for others has proven him brave in various situations, and Sam protects others who need it the most. So we've got a very protective, intuitive, inquisitive, mm. uh, he's compassionate, brave. Brave. I mean, this some, of, like some a, of these are like, a part of me is like, is it a Pisces? But then I'm like, do I, cons- is it a Pisces? It's not a Pisces. Oh, fuck. I want to say Aquarius right away, but I don't think Aquariuses have that much compassion that they can share with other people. So I'm like, is it a Virgo that's describing itself in a weird way? Libra. Cancer. Fuck. Does Damn. that make sense to you? Sure. That guess. Yeah. Jamie Cancer's Lannister. It's, a probably, true... it's a fuck boy, so it's probably a Pisces Ooh, or a Virgo. Give it away. Uh, a true lion at heart. Jamie... Yeah, that's a Leo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show off, Jamie's bitch. bold and confident. His charm comes through in almost every exchange oh, he has. Leo's wish. Jamie knows when to assert his passionate side. Yeah, okay. Leo's wish, but Leo. Jon Snow. <sighs> John is an honorable man who keeps his decisions rational. He is loyal and gentle at heart and lets his experiences guide him to his destiny. John's analytical side helps Capricorn. him not make some impulsive decisions. Incorrect. Analytical is not a Capricorn? I'm Virgo. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Virgo is like the, uh, it's like a cuter Capricorn, both annoying and analytical. <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, fuck. She's probably a Pisces. She's passive aggressive. Daenerys. She's Scorpio? No. Damn it. Uh, Daenerys has a diplomatic nature that governs her scale of justice. She knows when to be lenient and when to be merciless. I would argue with that. Uh, Danny has proven Libra. to be, yeah. Oh, shit. Because they said the, scales. The scales of bounds. Yep, yep. Okay, here we go. Okay. Liana Mormont. Do you know this character? She's a little girl. Oh. Who's like a badass. Oh, spoiler alert. She died. Yeah, she, <laughs> she took down a giant with her. Liana Mormont is stubborn and full of passion. Oh, fuck. She's a brave. She's a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, when she stabbed that bitch in the eye, I thought that's a Scorpio fucking move. She's brave to her cause and will not brave back and down. Stubborn is all it took for me to get Scorpio. Uh, okay, this good. is stubborn and full of passion. She's resourceful oh. and not afraid to remind you of that. That's goddamn right. You know what represents <clears throat> a Scorpio's bitch? Gilly. Oh, that one's annoying. So I'm gonna say Pisces. Incorrect. Aquarius. Incorrect. You want me to read her thing? Capricorn? Incorrect. Fuck, what's more annoying than a Capricorn go? The Sagittarius. <laughs> she is not a fucking Sagittarius. Says Gilly is she... a survivor with an optimistic attitude. She says what's on her mind when it comes to mind. Gilly has a kind heart and knows when to vouch for what is right. Mm, maybe. I, I, just think... I guess I just don't care that much about Gilly if I'm being real. And I feel like I have more, <gasps> respects for, I have more respect for Sagittarius's than Gilly. What do you think Arya Stark is? I thought she was an Aries, but clearly she's not a fucking Aries. So she's probably going to be... Are there repeat signs? Um, or is it one for each? I think there's one for each. Well, the way you reacted, she's probably a fucking Capricorn. She is, yeah. God, Arya is fiercely cut. loyal to her pursuit. She's determined to make the right to make right in the world and is disciplined on how to get there. Arya is an independent woman who can do it all on her own. Mm. All right, so we've got Capricorn's two more wish. to go. Uh, Bran Stark, who's just a... Okay, so what we have... Le- oh, Bran's an Aquarius. Oh, yeah. Because he's so... And I only say that because that little weirdo is so in himself and just, like, <laughs> taking over animals and shit that, like, that would connect to some Aquarius alien... All those, all those, uh, those cartoons that you share about the like, give us sustenance yeah. that it hurts us. I those are those. Aquariuses. Although every time I share one of those, now I get DMs from people being like, you know, he's anti-choice. You know, he talks about oh, really? he's, he's against reproductive rights and all this. And I was like, mm. God damn it! Damn. I know, I loved his shit too. Fuck. Maybe he'll change. You know, we can help. Tyrion Lannister is the last one. What do you think Tyrion is? Shall I read his thing? Tyrion is if I, if there's no repeats. Well, that, bitch is a, that bitch is a Virgo. No, we said Virgo. Jon Snow oh, was a Virgo. Oh yeah, he was a Virgo. I'm not cheating. I'm doing the. I'm doing a list. Tyrion has a wise presence and is empathetic to others. His quick wit thinking. Yep. Tyrion's I forgot Pisces. I like to forget Pisces. Pisces isn't even on this list. They're, they're not even popular. <laughs> I'm just looking at popular on the web. These are the ones that came, and Pisces is not on it. So. So you're not a fan of Pisces. It's not that I'm not a fan of Pisces. I've just fucked enough Pisces to know <laughs> better. <laughs> <laughs> I just damn that's going up on a <laughs> on a quote. I hope so. Is that uh, it? I like yeah, that. That was, that, that was fun. That was it. I mean, there was um, that was fun. That was cute. They had a follow up where we're like, you know, what, what do we think other characters that weren't on the list are? I don't even remember the other characters' names. Uh, I'm like trying to who? think. Like, give me a suggestion. Uh, who wasn't on the list? Um, that's interesting. At least, um, right. Stannis Baratheon wasn't on the list. Robert Baratheon, Ned Stark wasn't on the list. Mm. Um, I think those are all characters that are still alive, though. Oh, yeah. These are all people. Catelyn. Uh, Rob. R.I.P. All dead. His unborn <laughs> child. You know all of them. Um, okay. I like that. Send more of those for shows. Ooh, someone sent me a Buffy one. I would love to go through Buffy. Oh, that would be and fun. And figure out. Yeah, someone send that, please. Thank you. Okay, let's give some advice. All right, so this one's more for you, Beeps. Um, oh, good. Subject, we're all in this together, BB. Also, please don't say my name. <laughs> don't give it to us. Message, dear Mama Tanjas, Daddy Keith, and Baby Margo, this question is more for Megan, but any advice would be appreciated. Mm-hmm. Judging from the podcasts where Megan discusses the topic, I basically had almost the exact same experience with my father that she had. Mm. 
mental and emotional abuse, but thankfully, minus my mother still being involved with the guy. However... Oh, my mom's still involved with the guy, too, so... However, he left when I was about 14 or 15. 14 or 15, and I'm still dealing with a lot of heavy emotional trauma that my brother seems to have missed out on. Initially, my mother... Younger brother? Or an older brother? uh, I'm still dealing with a lot of heavy emotional trauma that my brother seems to have missed out on, probably because he was younger and wasn't as conscious as she was. There's a reason they mentioned that, though. Well, we're getting to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I take note. But, but, but initially, my mother was always the target of the abuse, and then when I started standing up for her, I got it too. My brother, on the other hand, who is older and a lot bigger... Oh, so he's older. He's probably not even in the house. Didn't do anything towards our father. He, he did sneak me out of the house and let me hide my things in his room, mm. but still kept some level of contact with our father after he left. Okay, I relate. Additionally, my father's side of the family has no idea what he was doing as we were living in a different country after having moved abroad. Mm -hmm. My father is now dead. Okay. And I feel like I'm starting to experience a concerning buildup of resentment towards both my brother and my father's side of the family. In his final years, my aunt looked after my father, and she also really doesn't know how much he hurt me. Yeah. Even sending me her condolences every year on the anniversary of his death. She doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't know. I guess what I'm asking... Or I guess what I'm wondering is, yeah. what do I do about this resentment, and should I even bother telling my father's family about who he really was? P.S. Sagittarius Sun, Pisces Moon, Scorpio Rising. Read that. Wait, hold on. Read that combination again. We got a Saggy Sun. Okay. A Pisces Moon. Oh God. And a Scorpio Rising. Scorpio Rising sounds like it's just a cool name for a movie or something. Oh, my God. That is a lot of, like, I want to, I'm going to do the right thing for me, but also I'm going to obsess over everything and, and fucking, ooh, just torture myself because the Pisces loves to do that. Then you have a Scorpio Rising. Holy fuck. That just means people look at you and they think that you're stronger than you feel. Yeah. Um... I mean, not stronger than you are because you're a Sagittarius. Sagittarius are very fucking strong. And Sagittarius will cut you off fucking instantly. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not saying that you're wrong to feel the things that you do. I understand why you feel the things that you do. But in situations where people don't know, you kind of have to give them a little leeway for thinking and assuming that maybe this person is a good person because maybe he was a good person to them. Who knows? They didn't suffer the same abuse. Obviously, your brother either didn't suffer the same abuse or is just a different person, which is clearly the answer, and found some way to escape from it or to not internalize it. Yeah, I mean, your brother... I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, okay, well, the first thing is... And I'm in a very similar situation where my family is still in contact with my dad. My mom's still with my dad. My brother still talks to my dad. His family doesn't know that he is the person he is. Most of my family barely knows the person he is. And that put me in a situation where I'm not close to my family anymore. And that, I mean, whether that's sad or not, that's just is what it is. Like, um, uh, because for me to see what I was seeing and I couldn't be a part of it anymore, I had to say something. And by saying something, I outed myself from that, from that lie and everyone else that stays wrapped up in it, uh, it's hard for me to be around them 
because what, how I mean, what are we going to talk about? Like, that's such a big part of your life mm-hmm. and you know how I feel and I can't fix it and you know who he is. So you're being complicit, you're enabling it and I understand it, but I have to understand it from a distance. Mm-hmm. The key, and I've also dealt recently with feeling resentment towards my family. Um, who therapy is going to help. Um, I think reading, I'm trying to think of like a book that would be really good for you to read. Let me think on it. I think my, I think my therapist would say, uh, you know, what is it that you want? Yeah. You know, it does feel like, yeah. What is the outcome? Do you want everyone, do you want people to hurt? Is this like a, like a weird revenge on your father? Not revenge, but. Yeah, fuck him. So I'm going to let everyone know how trash he was to not necessarily because I need to, but because I want everyone else to know, like, and that's not yeah, a bad you're getting thing. Into it. I mean, it's not a bad thing to come forward and be like, Hey, I just need to tell you something. Oh yeah. Because when you wish condolences upon me on the anniversary of his death, perfect way to do it. It brings up, you have to know that trauma. I don't have a good relationship with my dad. This trauma that I went through and, and he was abusive towards me. I just need you to know that. Yeah. Or I don't think you have to make like a grand announcement sure, to like, right. hey, Thanksgiving dinner. Hey, everybody, dad My was a piece, a piece of, of shit. shit. Glad he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's a very, ooh, I'll, <laughs> don't lie. That's a Scorpio and a Sagittarius move, so I, I respect it. But I think that one-on-one with who you're close to in this family, when these things come up, you can have the conversation, but you need to be rooted and grounded in a place where you can talk about that without it further traumatizing you or without... <sighs> you looking for something from other people that you might not get, um, not because they don't feel it or they're not sorry or they're not whatever, but they all have their own experiences with him and grieving him in different ways. Um, I would highly recommend at some point once you've, when you figure out what you want to say and what you want the outcome to be, I would sit down and talk to your your brother. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it seems like your brother... Say, look, I love you. Went through, he saw it. He was there. And that definitely affected him. And yeah. maybe he didn't step in. But he might dealt in. with it differently. Maybe he was afraid to step in because he saw how he was being, Listen, right? My know? brother, so, my brother in his more drunken moments in life, I can tell, and we've had conversations where he feels very guilty for abuse that I suffered when we were younger that mm-hmm. he couldn't do anything about because he was too young. His relationship with my dad was different. My dad treated him differently. Yeah. My dad still treats him differently. And so I can't. I can't resent him for too long for that because his experience wasn't mine. And he he was a kid in the house. He, You couldn't save yeah. me. You're not supposed to save me. I'm not supposed to be in this position by these adults. So I think by, but I think by having a conversation with your brother and just letting him know, look, this is how I feel. I feel like you're he not reacting to this. Yeah. You, you may be... Uh, give that feedback to him and have a conversation. And within that, there might be an openness where he reveals that maybe he does feel really guilty. Maybe he has been struggling with it. Maybe, you know, there's a a whole other side to it that if you love him, give him a chance to work through it with you, you know? Yeah. Um, Because if your dad was abusing you, your dad was abusing him and your dad was abusing your your dad. There's a lot of things going on there. A lot of, uh, I mean, you, you know, could even look you at... You give people the space You know, to, it seems like he was abusing the mother and then you decided to step in and then he started to abuse you. So maybe he, your brother, yeah, saw maybe. that and be like, well, fuck, if I step in, then I'm going to start getting it. Yeah, and, could be. You know. 
Maybe he thought the only way to protect anyone was to stay out of it so that he could in moments where he thought... Or just to be as diplomatic as possible. Yeah. Or, you know, there are a lot of reasons. Yeah. And he might feel a lot of guilt for I that, too. I do think too. you do need to have a conversation with your brother and just to yeah. talk it out. I also think that... And as you get older, this will become easier. You're going to start seeing your parents and the people in your family as people. And you're going to mm. realize that That's they good. don't have all the fucking answers and they don't yeah. have it together. And they are just as Nobody's likely, perfect. they are just as likely to fall in love with someone who's awful as you are, you know? Mm. And so I think in the same way that you can't internalize that so much that you keep repeating that pattern that your mom did with your dad, because you are going to repeat that pattern and you're going to have to break yourself out of it because that's what you've known, even if you don't want it. Even in a weird fucked up way, when we're in abusive situations, it, there's a weird comfort in knowing what that is. And so we replicate that. I've done that many times. Eventually you'll get tired of it. Yeah. Um, but I think understanding that your mom was someone that fell in love with someone and couldn't get herself out of it and that that's not your fault, that's not something you have to carry around and one day you're going to be able to have a conversation with her where you can say that to her. However she takes it, she takes it. I've had these conversations with my mom. I continue to have these conversations with my mom, thank God, of you're going to realize it, how it affected you. And it's going to affect how you look at relationships, family. I do feel like, I guess I haven't really talked about this before because I haven't really like verbalized it, but like... The reason that, there are a lot of reasons why I don't talk to my family right now the way I do, and I think that that was just the space that was put between us, whether they knew it or not, from my dad. Mm -hmm. But I think that that situation, for better or for worse, made it easier for me to get out of situations and the unfortunate reality of get, when you realize that you can let someone that big in your life go and feel nothing or to get to a place where you feel nothing, mm. it's dangerous because you start to realize you can do that for anyone. Mm. And that's a fucking, that can be a power or that can be a severe disadvantage mm. because you, once you don't want to feel it and it doesn't feel good, could I'm done. It could be a wall more than a... It could be a wall. Than a... A little a power that you got. Power, yeah, yeah. So I think that you have to feel what you're feeling and you're entitled to feel all of that and to communicate it, but your parents are people doesn't make them good or bad. Your brother is a person. It doesn't make them good or bad. And how how they surround you in your life is going to change. And maybe right now is a time where you need to kind of be on your own, doing your own thing and doing your own work and your own healing. Because if they were still wrapped up in it and they you feel like they didn't protect you, that's stuff that you have to work out on your own because you're just going to keep getting re-traumatized by people that also haven't worked on their shit and might not understand the implications of what they did or didn't do. Um, who, I mean, if I find any good book recommendations, I feel like I, I have a lot of friends and I follow a lot of people that are, have come from very toxic families or have been disowned or disowned themselves. Um, I think following more people that are going through it and talk openly on mother's day, father's day about the, the stuff that they've suffered through that kind of stuff really helps me because I feel like, okay, more people have gone through it and it's, I'm not a bad kid because I don't love my dad, you know? No. There's, there's um, some, some shit going on. There's some, yeah, I'm <laughs> entitled, I'm entitled to feel the way that I do because this person did something to me that maybe they didn't do to anyone else, but they did it to me. I mean, he also did it to other people, but, um, I just, yeah, my heart's with you because it's not easy. And especially if you're younger, I mean, I'm lucky in the fact that I was older, I was in my late twenties when it happened. So I had this whole life yeah. 
with my dad where it wasn't that. But then once it went down that way, I looked back and I realized that he really was abusive in a lot of ways. And it was kind of just accepted that like, well, dad works all the time and he's tired. So if he comes home and he's an asshole and he does these things, it's because he's tired, but he work, you know, it's all stuff that you're, at the end of the day, you are on your own and figuring out how it's affected you and how to fix it. But once you start that healing process, then you're going to have compassion for your family, but you also might have that from a distance and that's okay. And you're going to have the conversations that you need to have when you need to have them. But right now you're feeling the resentment and you can feel that, but it's not going to be forever. And part of that's just going to be going through this healing process. It's slow. Next question. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, good luck. Good luck. I mean, you know, listen, keep me updated. Um, We love follow-up emails. Go back and listen to old emails from when I was going through it to now. There's a transition that happens. So this subject is, I got fucking got. Oh, God. Read it while I close these blinds, because I don't like people. Yeah, girl, I've been creeping through them, too. I feel real exposed. All right, so message starts. To my bodacious mama T. All right. Uh, Sexy daddy Keith. All right. And the queen of all queens, baby Margo. Wow. I am a 25-year-old bisexual woman. Yes. Sagittarius sun. Woo. Aries rising. Oh. Pisces moon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, us Pisces moons, you and me, Biebs, are us Pisces moon. Am I a Pisces moon? moon? You are Pisces moon. What's my rising? <sighs> um, Capricorn. I think you're double Capricorn. Oh, I'm a double cap, yeah. Oh, God. What a... Oof. So much. I feel like anyone that has a Pisces moon, we just, oh, Scorpio moons scare the shit out of me. Pisces, <laughs> Scorpio moons will like love you, love you, love you, but they secretly resent you. It's a lot. Pisces moon, we, I mean, regardless of what it's surrounded with, and it feels like it's always surrounded by these like really tough signs, like Sagittarius and Aries, just like, fuck you, I know better. I'm going to cut you off. And the Pisces moon is like, but love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. <laughs> like, girl, it's so everything. fucking weird you say that because ready for the rest of this <laughs> sentence, girl? Yeah. So I'm a 25-year-old uh, bisexual woman, yeah. Sagittarius on Aries, Pisces, Moon, and I just want someone to fucking love me. <laughs> Bitch, what <laughs> the fuck did I say? Pisces, Moon, desperate for love. This is, uh, I've already skimmed through the email, so it's, there's a twist coming. Uh, I recently got the dating app Hinge Ugh. and have been on it for about a month now. I've talked to some guys and gals on there, uh, but, you know, nothing happened. Okay. That is until I met this super sweet, totally rad guy. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Ben. Ben and uh, I literally talked. I don't talked... Like the name Ben, <laughs> but we'll take it. Ben and I literally talked for days before we finally met. We had so many things in common, and I just felt like we vibed and like things could really happen. I mean, days, man. You I mean, be look, you got your. <laughs> I was about to say, girl, he's going to propose to you. Uh, now, did girl. you put I mean, a deposit <laughs> on the house, or like, do you? I mean, should you go get the wedding Have registration you planned now? Your, your funerals yet? Would you, know you like to make your account on the knot, or what's going on? Okay, where's the life okay. insurance policy? <laughs> We went on a date, and four hours felt like 30 minutes. It was great, except it was a Monday, and I needed to go to sleep because apparently I'm a working lady. So when I... Okay. <laughs> okay. Apparently, right. I like that you have a job, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Apparently, but it's very apparent to us now. So when it was time for our goodbye, I could sense he didn't want the date to be over. Uh, oh, God, you're, you're just... That's the Pisces Those are those puppy eyes. Mood. But I never give the whole meal on the first date. So we kissed and went our ways. Okay, we'll see if this works. <laughs> so our, our recorder... Oh, it turned off. Turned off. You know, it can't be perfect. Right uh, so I've already heard a few of these 
spoilers coming up for this question. Where do we leave off? Girl, didn't I don't even remember. Didn't you hear the it last was, uh, one? Uh, okay, I'll just reread some parts that I know. Okay. That will be fine. So here we go. <clears throat> we went okay. on a date and four hours felt like 30 minutes. Okay, we read that. Yeah. It was great, uh, except it was a Monday and I needed to go to sleep because apparently I'm, I'm a working lady. Got that. Uh, so when it came time for our goodbye, I could sense he didn't want the date to be over. Mm-hmm. I don't give the meal on the first date. So we kissed, went our own ways. Then I didn't hear anything from him. Mm-hmm. Nothing for Days. I got <laughs> fed up and Facebook stalked Days. him. Days. I got fed up. I went in to burn <clears throat> it down. I got fed up and uh, Facebook stalked him. And well, guess what? Guess what? He's fucking married. Sometimes you go looking for something, you find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happily married, in quotes. Uh, How why? do we know he's happily? I think that's probably what it says on his Facebook account. <laughs> They're in I hope it says God first. God first. God first, happily married. Ten Commandments. <laughs> Love it. Uh, why, Ugh. why do I always go for these scumbags? Will I ever find someone who doesn't ghost me? I've been doing, I've been stood up slash ghosted for the last ten dates I've been on. My main question is this. How do I pick myself up again and not lose faith that I'll meet my person? Mm. I just want to be mushy and gross to the same person forever. I think that's your problem right there. Yeah, you're putting a lot of pressure and people are picking that up. Yes, absolutely. That's probably why. I mean, look, I don't, again, there's a bit of tough love that I was saying before we got cut off, but I think, yeah, I think you need to look at maybe how you're coming off. If you are being this sort of like... Are you going to these first dates like, I just want a person that I can be with forever? Forever, yeah. It's like, that's going to scare people away. Well, it's going to scare that dude away because he's already with a person he's going to be for forever. <laughs> Damn girl. He's like, I already, told, I already said my vows, bitch. Okay, but here's the thing, though. You going on a date with a married dude that didn't disclose or whatever that that's to not you. Your fault. That's not your fault. He's on a fucking dating app. So, of course, you went on a date with someone that seemed available to date. Yeah, um, the fact that he's married. Who might be available today. Maybe it's an open marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never know, right? You never know. Could be open marriage. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know. Two I days going go back by, to my therapist. it's Wednesday, <clears throat> and you're like, this motherfucker didn't respond to my six texts since Monday afternoon. I'm going to go search on his Facebook. That's me says, it's been two days, and you're at that level of like, I broke down and I had to go creep on him. Um I think you're putting, a, you're, these people are sensing that you're putting a lot of pressure They're on They're sensing this right you're away, in a rush. And you're not getting a response. And so you're like sending passive aggressive like texts and like, you know, doing whatever. And why would you want to feel like you're already in the shitty part of a relationship when you're not in a relationship with someone yet? Why am I already fighting with someone? Why do I have a relationship problems with someone I'm not in a relationship with? Mm-hmm. Um, not to discount that these might just not be great people or that they're looking to fuck. And so you're not fucking and they're like, okay, on to the next. Like that comes, that's par for dating apps. I mean, that's why I'm not on dating apps right now because I'm just like, let me, you know, work on my stuff and, and be on my own and be happy with me before I rush into some of this bullshit that I'm about to rush into. Yeah. Again, I I think you seem like you just you just want to jump into a five year relationship and be like cushy yeah. and mushy and cuddly and yeah you want to be gross with each other and it's like that's I know yeah. I know that desire but that's not how relationships a work no and b that also takes time so I imagine yeah they're they're picking up on yeah this urgency that I bet you you're have. saying things during this first date that they're yeah. like wow you just want to go right to the like nesting phase of a five year relationship right right instead of. And just I'm just to trying to fucking other. see if I like you. Like, 
I know that I don't want to say maybe desperate's not the right word, but you're you're opening openly saying that you just want someone to fucking love you. Mm-hmm. And I also would say like why why you know I'm trying to think of what my therapist would say, but why like, is your cup empty? Why is yeah? Why are you looking for someone else to fill your cup? Why yeah. aren't you trying to fill your cup? If listen, I mean First I don't. First and foremost. Okay, so. I feel like I'm missing parts of myself (laughs) where like there are parts of me that I'm like, oh, I'm 33. I should be having like baby fever and all this shit that all these other women have. I don't have it. And then there, and and I have a lot of friends that like love being in relationships. I'm starting. And, and, um, I, I don't necessarily have that craving. Not that I don't have the craving for like intimacy or closeness, but I feel like it's, I'm fulfilled with a lot of people in my life and mm-hmm. then like with me, I'm a full-time fucking job. So, um, sometimes when I see people who are just like, I just desperately, I just want to be with someone. I want to be in something. My first question is, okay, do you really want to be in something or do you just want to be out of yourself? Like, Ooh. do you just desperately need to be a part of something and feel something so you don't have to focus on why you're not loving yourself, Ugh. why you're not enough for yourself, why being alone for a weekend isn't a delight for you because there's just so much of you to fucking love and be on your own with. You're running, trying to fill, find someone to fill up all that space. It and also, no one's ever going to fill up that space. It also just feels like you're looking for a relationship for the sake of the relation of a relationship. You don't even care who goes in it. You have the yeah. plat, you have the placeholder you don't care and you're who like, it is. whatever. Dude. You just, uh, you're good enough. It's okay. honestly we had selfish coffee. a little bit. We had coffee. Like, so like, I yeah. guess you're the one, right? Like, are we going to move forward on this? I mean, there's so much of a person to find out beyond that. Yeah. Um, like, it sounds like you just want to like, for lack of a better term, like a play thing. You just want someone to cuddle and be on the couch with you and like watch TV. You want an instant fit. Yeah, instead of getting to actually know a person. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen when you Sound just... Sounds like you want a puppy rather than... I mean, <laughs> maybe get a, a puppy. Puppies a love you endlessly. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's probably why I'm not in a fucking relationship. I probably avoid a lot of shitty relationships because I was like, well, I mean, I guess I could... I've got my dog. ...not trust you and fuck you. Or I could just go home to my dog and, like, hang out and watch movies. Um, She's dead, girl. She is. Um, I think that this is what I do know. This is the one thing I do know in this situation. Mm-hmm. I know that if you go on the path that you're on right now, expecting what you're expecting, you are only ever going to be disappointed. Ooh. You're only Damn, ever going to be let down. Bombs. You're only going to be let down. That's why you've gone on 10 of these and you felt this way 10 separate times. And you've gone into this 10th time not trusting someone, which maybe you had reason to or to not. But, you know, there is something that you're looking for that no one is going to be able to provide for you. And in the meantime, your identity is going to become more about being bitter about how no one can live up to you when you're not even living up to you because you don't know how to be alone with yourself. Mm -hmm. Why would someone who is amazing be in something with someone who doesn't think that they're fucking great? That doesn't make sense. Ooh, definitely read attached. Definitely Boom. read attached because, bitch, you're anxious. And it's okay. I'm anxious, too. I get it. But there's hope. <laughs> and you're bisexual, so maybe date some women instead of men. <laughs> I mean, d- open it up. Date whoever. Go for it. Um, and look, you may find someone that like is a great click, and it just feels like home from the moment mm-hmm. you meet them. And I will say that's rare. Mm-hmm. 
I do feel like that's kind of what I had with my most recent mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. It's rare for that to happen right at the beginning, though. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of a lot of people that got into something and it's good and it's lasted years and years and years. They probably either started out as friends or they didn't even think about each other that way or it was casual or it was whatever. So I think going in with this plan of like, well, this is my, I need to be in this kind of thing and it needs to look like this. I guarantee guarantee you that's making you swipe on people and there's a pattern there of what you're swiping on too. So Hmm. I think we got to work from the bottom up, you know what I'm saying? And all you're going to continue to get is frustration and it's going to keep you actually, you know what? This is what a relationship that you're looking for would do for you. It would keep you so busy and so focused that you still would avoid all of your own shit mm. and all of your own problems like you're doing now by just being upset and annoyed and telling this story. And this is the story of my life and this is the narrative and this is what I share with my friends. I bet you share these stories with all of your friends over and over again and it's become part of your personality now and you have to work on you. That's it. Ready to wrap it up, peeps? Sure. <laughs> I was like, wait, we've only been doing it for nine minutes, but we haven't. No, no, we've <laughs> probably yeah. like 40 something. Listen, if you want to get uh, some advice, you can email us at roommatepod at gmail.com. You can also go to adventuresandroommating.com, and there's a little form there you can fill out. Don't give us your name if you don't want us to say your name, and don't put anything in the email that you don't want us to say unless you say first, don't say this, because I will say it and I will not edit it. Um, I want to give a shout out to some of our Patreon BBs. We got Brett New Dick Newman. Brett Newman, just at the top of the Patreon tier right now, killing it. We super appreciate you. Ricardo Bad Bitch Barajas, Dean Debbie Downer, Sam It's Too Much, Rodere, and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Mirrors. Priscilla's been with us from like the beginning. Mm-hmm. Bad Bitch. And it's time for Tuckening. Got a little song? Epic and emotional royalty <laughs> Oh, good. You looked music. up things that'll make you cry. Valerie Hasbum, Tessa Violet, <laughs> Ramla Hussein, Daniel Leonard, Teresa Morales, and Kyle Eki. Shout out to you. If I didn't read your name, it's because you're not right with your lord or your credit card provider. And that has nothing to do with me. So <laughs> figure it out. Uh, but regardless, we love you and we appreciate you for supporting the podcast, keeping it free as fuck. You can find me, Megan Tonjes, on most things. Find me, Keith, without a crew on most things. Keith WA on Twitter. Um, I also have another podcast called No Lies Detected, and Keith has a whole series called Trailer Scrubs that's over on his Instagram TV. Yeah. So check us out. Getting those views on Instagram. You can love us in so many ways and so many places. Tweet out our Patreon, girl. I feel like I've never done that. (laughs) I should probably start doing that. Help. (laughs) Okay, listen. Good night. (laughs) And goodbye. goodbye.